When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome in. It's another March to match day for Atlanta United facing the New York Red Bulls, a team they have never defeated in regular season action. They have defeated them in the postseason, though. This is regular season. Very interesting matchup for Atlanta United this weekend. You'll be able to listen to Mike Conti and myself, Jason Longshore, on 92.9 The Game starting at 7 p.m. on Saturday night for the Five Stripes Countdown. Kickoff will be at 7.39, and we'll have a full hour of the full-time report following the final whistle. You can also listen on the Odyssey app. You can also listen on the Atlanta United app. You can also listen on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Go into the drop-down on audio and choose Home Team Radio, and you can listen to us during the actual gameplay there. All right, lots of things to get into this week. We do have to talk a little bit about last week and Columbus, although I think that's been pretty much picked over here. We will get into some of the reaction from that. You'll also hear from the Red Bull side of things, a, a little bit of feedback from them as they get ready for Atlanta United. And you'll hear from Maurice Edu, our good buddy Mo, who will be on the call for Apple TV alongside Keith Costigan. So lots of stuff to get into. Let's start things off with just a little bit of a, a recap of, of how this week has gone. So international duty players returned late in the week, uh, most of them for Thursday's training session. The team trained on Tuesday. It was a very intense session in Marietta. I, I loved the energy levels and I loved the response that we saw, not heard from because that part's easy. We did hear some of that. You're going to hear from Brooks Lennon here in just a minute. But what I saw in this training session was what really made me feel better about the reaction from the Columbus game. I'm still looking to see that carry over to how the match starts against the Red Bulls, who we know will be disruptive. We know it will be a very combative kind of game. The Red Bulls are not as aggressively high-pressing on the road as they have in the past. So how Atlanta deals with that and where the Red Bulls pick their spots will be a very interesting element of this one. But 
the intensity on Tuesday and in Thursday session as well, and I'm sure the rest of the week, it felt like Red Bulls week. It felt like one of those weeks that you know you have to dial it up a little bit more in training to prepare for what you're going to deal with in the game. You're not facing a team who wants the ball. You're not facing a low block team. You're facing a team that is going to be in your face. Where they are in your face on the field will be the interesting element here. We'll get into that as we go today in March to Match Day. But let's start things off with kind of the moving on process. And we're going to start on Tuesday with Brooks Lennon speaking about it after training. And then you're going to hear Gonzalo Pineda when I ask him after Thursday's session, kind of if he got the response that he was looking for out of the team in training this week. Here's Brooks followed by Gonzalo. Yeah, I think first of all, it's 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 always good to just get back on the field as, as quickly as possible after after a loss on the road and um, you know a defeat like that. You just want to um, you know get back on the ball, get back to competing. Um, and, and I think today's session was was all about winning your duels. Uh, you know, defending defending the box at at all costs. Um, and it was very very good. Gonzalo was happy with how the session went, and um, it was good to see everyone competing. Yeah, you obviously have to. You know, review the mistakes that we made as a group, as a whole. Everyone knows that um, you know it's not on a single person, or um, you know, it's a it's a group effort. You know, we're all in this together. Everyone makes mistakes in in life, and and you're not going to win every single game in a season. So, we looked over the film. We you know understood what we need to improve, and you know, we showed it on the field today that we can you know work on those things and and get better as a group. And I think. The mentality of this locker room, um, you know, has that fight in them to, to get back on the horse and, um, you know, win. Did you get the reaction or response from the team on the training pitch this week? Yes, very good question because we talk in the film, a big part of the film was, was it's not about what happened on Saturday, it's about the reaction now because that's in the past. We cannot uh, score any more goals on, on Columbus and make it uh, a bit closer and then come back in the game. That's, that's over. So what we can do is now uh, recoup from that heat and and the reaction in the first training session has to be good and that's what I got the team was back to who we are that was the team of the week let's come back to who we are who we are as a team we're an intense team we're a team that wants to regain the ball as high as po- as soon as possible as high as possible we're a team that likes possession we're a team that likes good counter attacks in the moments that, that we are under pressure we are a team that creates a lot of chances that's the type of team we are so we came back to that and, and I'm very happy for that reaction more to come on March to match day a couple of kind of interesting elements here that I wanted to include maybe not directly related to the Columbus game or the Red Bulls game in specific detail but more general and I thought they were very important clips that I wanted to share with you I'm going to start with Amar Sadich, who spoke to the media on Thursday. Amar played in the eight more mixed midfielder role in previous starts with Atlanta United. He started as the more advanced role, the number 10 role in Columbus with Tiago Almada's absence. I asked Amar about really the differences in responsibilities between the midfield roles. We call them a six, an eight, a 10. A six is the defensive, a 10 is the playmaker, the eight is the mix or box to box, or, you know, there's a lot of different names for the eight. And I kind of keep coming back to this mix midfielder idea. 
you have to do a little of both. You have to be somewhat defensive, but also somewhat attacking. Amars played all of them during his time in Atlanta United. Here is Sadich talking about the responsibilities in this midfield and how they vary roll to roll and also game to game. Uh, it, it varies because um, it always depends on the formation that we're playing against. Sometimes there might be space on either the left side or the right side. Uh, sometimes the eight has to drop in between the center back and the fullback to receive it and kind of attract them in that sense. So I think it just kind of it, it really varies against who you're playing. Um, the thing about Thiago is he's able to kind of wiggle his way out of very tight areas and then break a line with his dribble. Um, so when you have that attribute, of course, it makes it a lot easier. Um, so yeah, it just depends on the team you play against and what needs to happen. Next up on March to match day, here's Gonzalo Pineda referring specifically to the Columbus game. But more importantly, I, I think about moments in games where you have to be sharp. That's been a, a talking point throughout the season this year in preseason and into the regular season. You can talk about a full 90 minutes and we can bring out a stat sheet and we can break down possession and, and how much a team has the ball, et cetera, et cetera, and what they do with it. But games are, are really, truly decided by moments. Let's go back to the conversation I've had on, on Atlanta soccer tonight throughout the year. Game state. Game state is purely defined by the moments. So if you convert early in a game and score a goal, you have a lead. The other team changes because they're chasing the lead. You might change because you have the lead. These are important things. So capitalizing on moments. Here's Gonzalo Pineda talking about the Columbus game and how Atlanta United did not capitalize on moments and it, how it changed how the way the night went. Yeah, we couldn't. Uh, I felt like we couldn't, and, and that's a reflection I have. Like We prepared certain tactics. We didn't really do it. The moments we did, I think it worked. We regained the ball a couple of times, mm -hmm. but then we were not uh, fast enough or clinical enough in the counters. We had a few counter move, counter uh, plays where we didn't connect the ball, like the one Miguel Berry delays mm -hmm. a bit and, and then Luis is in offside. Those normally, if you score that one, then the game starts to be more on your side. So we didn't have that that we have maybe in Charlotte, right? We, we had a couple moments in transition, we scored the goal and then it's a different game. So um, yeah. again, uh, to, to analyze a full game, you have to analyze the moments of the game and what's happening, what the situation, what the status of the game. So if we score one of those transition moments, the game is completely different and maybe even the mentality of the team is different and we can adjust different and, and that, that's what we couldn't identify those solutions in that All right, March to match day. It's the Red Bulls coming to town. We know what that means. We know the historical record between these two teams. It is a rivalry. I know some people get worked up about that word, but it, it, it feels like a rivalry. It felt like it in training this week. It feels like it every time these teams meet. And one reason why is the stylistic differences. You're going to hear from two people, first Amar Sadich, then Gonzalo Pineda, about what the Red Bulls do, what it means for Atlanta United, and how the Five Stripes will deal with that this weekend. First Amar Sadich, then Gonzalo Pineda. Uh, to deal with the press, definitely trying to create a numerical advantage, um, attracting their press, not really triggering it, I would say, um, kind of bringing them into one side, getting them where we need them, connect small passes, and then, yeah, break through their lines one, one pass at a time. I think if we play uh, and try to skip, let's say, from a certain position to another position, that's when they like to trigger their press. So if we can combine the small passes in between their lines, 
uh, to then further events the ball forward, that's that's just going to be ideal for us. Yes, I agree. It's just, it's just at the same time I would say that that suits out also us. Uh, that's okay. how I philosophically think the game. The more the opponent wants to press, the, the more space is in behind. So in some ways I want to attract that pressure normally. That's that's part of the process of us is attracting the pressure so then there are gaps. What they do very well is to maintain the compactness in that pressure so then it's difficult to find the gaps that they leave. So it's that's that's the their style. But I would say that it also suits us in some ways. So that's a battle. Who does better his style? Who, who applies better in certain situations? Who's clinical in those moments? Because if we break them down at some point, and then we don't, we don't score, we don't hit them or punish their pressure, and then they, they have some momentum, and then they punish us in one of those transition moments. That's the difference at times. That application and that being clinical in those key moments of the game. Uh, but for me, the style we try to play. It's a good one, and I don't think we're going to modify that massively, regardless of the point. Before we get into the Red Bull side of things, let's catch up with an old friend you guys know very well from his work with Bally Sports South, Maurice Adu, better known as Mo, good friend of 92.9 The Game, good friend of ours on the road. Miss seeing Mo as much as we did last year. Uh, but we will see him at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Saturday. He'll be on the call on Apple TV alongside Keith Costigan. One of my favorite duos in the league so far this season. Here's Mo's thoughts on how this game will go against the Red Bulls. Uh, two teams that he knows very, very well. Here's Mo. Well, first and foremost, wipe the ghost of Columbus out of your head. That's done with. You don't even think about that. We're not talking about that anymore. That's your starting point. You welcome. I'm sure you're going to welcome back into the fold three players who I think are super instrumental in this team. Um, guys that are away that were away on international duty, but so with that straight away, now you have a back line um, that's that you're confident in that can play the ball of the back that can make the field big at times and invite pressure on, and they can play out of that pressure. So that's that first thing. What what we've seen against Red Bull, and this is part of their DNA, is that press. And with that press, it's about beating that first line sometimes and sometimes that or i'm sorry making that first pass right that beats that first line of pressure yeah sometimes that's going to come from man's an entry ball into almada almada and it's not him breaking the press with a pass but it's him dribbling out of that pressure right so I, i just think that they need to be composed when they have the ball right make the game big at times that they can change the point of attack quickly that'll be vital for them because red bull as i said they are a collective beast when they attack and so if the ball's on the right hand side they're going to shift everyone to that to that their defensive left hand side right and so moving the ball quickly in transition moments i think will be key for them and then yakamakas i think is a player who has come in his energy levels are incredible right his energy levels are incredible so with the ball i think if atlanta do a good job making the pitch big changing the point of attack quickly getting almada on the ball higher up the pitch I hate when he drops back deep because I, you know, and I also think that when he's, I'm sorry, one more thing. I also think that when he's on the ball or when he's in the game, you see a completely different Araujo. You yeah. see an Araujo who, who, especially this year, because that happened last year as well, but I think more so this year, you see an Araujo who at times is more disciplined in terms of where he finds positions on the pitch. Uh, obviously his tendencies are, he wants to come a little bit more narrow, come central, but I think he's also recognized that, hey, Almada can really pull the strings in a meaningful way for this team when he has the space and 
ability to pick his pocket. So himself, Araujo, finding a good balance um, between themselves and and then the combination of how they can get service into the box for Yakimakis, I think, will be will be incredibly key. But again, just being composed on the ball. I think against Columbus, we saw a couple of times where forced passes or turnovers that typically haven't been characteristic of this group so far um, and just sloppy passes at times. So just get back to the basics, get back to doing the basics really well. And then that opens up and gives you the freedom and the creativity to go and be the team that we've seen. The other part is you have to match the Red Bulls fight because the Red, yeah. they, they are a team that's going to come, they'll battle, they'll scrap, they'll, if they need to make the game ugly, they don't care. So if you don't match that intensity, if you don't match that, that aggression, that combativeness, especially at home, then you don't allow yourself to be the team that's good on the ball. All right, let's do a little opposition research, shall we? Let's dig into the New York Red Bull side of things first with their left back, John Tolkien. Tolkien has spent some time already this calendar year with the U.S. men's national team, one of the up-and-coming left backs in Major League Soccer and the U.S. MNT pool, 20 years old. Here's John Tolkien talking about the frustration that was felt in the Red Bulls locker room after failing to secure three points on the road last week in Charlotte. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's super frustrating. We were all frustrated after after Charlotte. Obviously, you know, everybody saw those possession stats and, you know, we would maybe want that a little bit higher just to have more control over the game. Um, but with that being said, you know, we felt we should have come out of there with, with a win. We, we thought we had better opportunities, more opportunities, um, you know, kind of a a crappy little own goal. It happens, you know, it happens, but it's just super unfortunate. Um, so yeah, like we, we played well, um, regardless of the possession stats and yeah, better chances. And yeah, it's just super frustrating. You know, you invest so much into 90 minutes, um, to only come out with a point there is, is not what we want, but you know, it's good that this is happening early on. Um, we can reflect and yeah, you know, we'll be ready for, for Atlanta. Next up on March to Match Day, this is a big game on the other side of the match as well. The New York Red Bulls know what it means to face Atlanta United. Here is John Tolkien, followed by his manager, Gerhard Struber, in what they expect and what they're looking forward to when it comes to playing in Mercedes-Benz Stadium this weekend. Yeah, I think we've had a, a string of really good results against Atlanta. Um, you know, what, we haven't lost them in the regular season? Yeah, that's pretty impressive, I'd say. And uh, that's something we talked about. And, you know, we want to continue to build on that. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just for me, like, I don't want to, now that we have that stat, I want to keep that going. I don't want to lose them again. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're going to try and do that this weekend. I think um, it's... Um it's clear that we we know what what is coming on 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 Saturday a peak power of individual quality and um, and we know our our world of football um, crashed many times Atlanta's quality this is uh, I think not a, a special um, new um, um, experience what we what we what we want to do. Um, we know what, what's coming and we, we, we know that we have to create against um, players on this level uh, overload moments um, and, um, and we can give players like them uh, not space and not time and I think in this way 
we have to find a setup what help us in pressing moments, but also what help us in the end that we come in good transition uh, moments against Atlanta. And I think this is in the end also not so easy to handle for them. We know uh, which power they have, but we know also the weakness. Let's dig a little bit deeper into the Red Bulls. This was a, a great question and answer from Gerhard Struber, their manager, about something in the Charlotte game where things changed. Cameron Harper was the right winger in this match, and he left the match just after the 70th minute. And that's when Charlotte grew into the game. The question was about what Harper brings and, and how the Red Bulls can deal with his absence and not have that drop off in quality. So Struber talks a little bit about what he expects out of that role, what he likes about Harper, but also what he needs from other players on that side of the field. Here's Gerhard Struber about the right side of the Red Bull shape. Um, yeah, I think uh, Cam Harper has at the moment in both directions a big, big impact. Uh, he knows exactly right now what we have to do um, for for successful pressing moments, efficiently pressing moments, and uh, and also I think in uh, with his dynamic, with his tripling power, he is very very important for us to to realize in the offense um, good moments and also combination power clean on the ball in more direction he's very very helpful and um, yeah but we know why we lose him in this game uh, I don't must speak more about that um, but the question is um, is uh, how we can uh, handle this also in moments without him and uh, in this way uh, it's important as our soup also understand clear what our plan what is the match plan what we have to do in a position like that and uh, and also that uh, we have in the end um, with Kyle Duncan um, a player on the field he's 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 ready yeah? and we know how important can Kyle be with his uh, abilities um, but we need also this always with a good connection between uh, brain and heart and um, I missed this a little bit in the last game I I know um, and he expect also more from himself when he come in my trust in him is is very big but he's always um, he's surprised us sometimes uh, with uh, outstanding good moments but also in the opposite direction sometimes and uh, I think he must come more in balance and that um, he can help uh, constantly the, the, the group in a better direction this is what I expect and then we have also on the right area a more stable situation like the last game Thank you to both clubs, Atlanta United and the New York Red Bulls, for, for providing media access this week and providing content for March the Match Day. Thank you to the managers, Gerhard Struber and Gonzalo Pineda, for speaking to the media. Players, John Tolkien, Brooks Lennon, and Amar Sadich. Tyler Wolf also spoke to the media this week. Uh, it was mostly about the Columbus game, and I talked to him a little bit about the U-20s and how that's a, a big focus for Tyler in terms of, of trying to impress to get into that squad. Now, the U-20 World Cup was going to be in Indonesia. That has been pulled this week. It might be in Argentina now. That's not been officially decided. The U.S. will be there. Caleb Wiley, you would expect, will be on that team. Uh, Tyler Wolf trying to play his way into that team. So Wolf really looking to capitalize on this opportunity. That was something that he spoke about in media this week. So conclusions as we wrap up March to Match Day. Atlanta United is not afraid to play a pressing team in the New York Red Bulls. They're, they're not afraid of the challenge that is in front of them this week. And they know what they have to do to deal with it. Now, the Red Bulls, I think, also 
understand what they're going to face this week. And, and you heard it from Gerhard Struber talking about Tiago Almada and what that does. And they're not afraid of the matchup that they have in front of them. And they're not afraid to stick to their identity. I think this is a game about identity. And Atlanta United's identity is based on having the ball. The New York Red Bulls identity is based on not having the ball. It, it's it's not that simple, but it kind of is that simple, to be honest. It, it's a game that I think the team that really leans into their identity and executes in those little moments that Gonzalo Pineda talked about, I think that's going to be the team that is happier coming out of this. Um, I think Atlanta United can get the full three points for the first time against the Red Bulls in regular season. I think they can exploit things that are weaknesses with the Red Bulls. Um, that right side, if Cameron Harper's not there giving what Gerhard Struber talked about that he needs, I think that can be a weak spot for the Red Bulls. And Atlanta United, now they have to answer the question on how they replace Andrew Gutman. Is that going to be Ronald Hernandez playing as a left back? Is that Aiden McFadden as a left back? Is that Caleb Wiley as a left back? And then if he's at left back, does that mean Derek Etienne starts at left wing? Or do the pieces get moved around? Do we see Luis Adarujo? come over to the left side and play on his natural foot to try to put crosses in. So there's lots of different ways that Atlanta can actually mix things up here on the Red Bulls. It gets very interesting when you dig just that next level deeper. Do the Red Bulls step up their pressure here a little bit more on the road? Do they pick their spots? Is it first 15 and then drop off? Is it first half and drop off? If they get a goal, do they drop off? And I think they do. Are they satisfied with just coming in and playing for a draw? Maybe so. I mean, the the, the cynicism and time-wasting started kind of early in Charlotte, honestly. So is that going to be the stance here for the Red Bulls in 2023? Is it win at home and get what you can on the road? They haven't been a good offensive team. They started in a 4-2-2-2 this season. They've played a 4-2-3-1, 4-3-3. The last three weeks, they've been better offensively in that. They didn't score with two up top. They've scored in other games without it. So maybe that's as simple as that. But they don't press as high on the road as they generally do. And we saw this last year when the Red Bulls came to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So I I think the idea that this is a manic kind of game and and it's pressure, 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 and Atlanta United's got to deal with that, I don't think it'll play out that way. But the Red Bulls are so intelligent at how and when they press. Atlanta can't get caught. They can't get trapped up against the touchline or up against the end line or in vulnerable spots. They can't get turned over in those moments. When they do, they have to break the play. And is that a foul? Is that a put it in the stands? They have to finish plays. They have to come to a conclusion, and we have to restart with a dead ball whether that's a throw-in, whether that's a free kick, whether that's a goal kick. Atlanta United can't have those turnovers in the run of play. That's an, a key element against the Red Bulls, in my opinion. I think conceding first is a key element against the Red Bulls, and that's probably the same against every team, right? But the the Red Bulls, especially with how good they are defensively, can't give them something to protect early. you got to make them uncomfortable and have to come out and, and, and try to score a goal and open up. And then they're not at their best, and and they are more vulnerable that way. So the first goal becomes huge in this game. I think the the question that we really don't have an answer to is how will Tiago Almada, Yorgos Yakamakis, potentially Derek Etienne, uh, Miles Robinson, Christian Caceres, you know, how will these guys look coming back from international duty? Corey Burke as well. 
How will they look? Will they be 90 minutes fit? Will they be 60 minutes fit? Will they be sharp? It's been a busy week for them with travel and with games. How will it look? And they're all in different circumstances and different situations. That's the great unknown here. But I like Atlanta at full strength, and they won't be without Andrew Gutman, but that aside, I like how Atlanta can deal with the Red Bulls pressure. Tiago Almada, I, I know he isn't someone who you want playing deep all the time, but he is very willing to give you a numerical advantage when you need it. That will be needed against the Red Bulls. I think now that he's played against the Red Bulls, he understands what challenges will come from that. So I like Almada in this game, and, and he's going to be very important in it. Um, Yorgos Yakimakis, you would expect, is going to start up top. He didn't play a ton of minutes for Greece over the break. Just his ability to stretch the field, just his ability to make those runs in behind and his willingness, that's going to keep the Red Bulls on their toes. I don't think Atlanta just plays long all day. I, I don't see that. You didn't hear that from Amar Sadich or Gonzalo Pineda when asked about it. I don't think they want to. But when you have to, and you know you've got that forward who can make those runs in behind, along with Luis Araujo, along with Caleb Wiley, maybe along with Derek Etienne, yeah, use it when it's on. And we'll see that. That'll maybe have that Red Bulls defensive line drop a step or two, or at least be on their heels a little bit more. That'll create more space in front of them. Creating and exploiting pockets of space. That's going to be the key for Atlanta United. The Columbus crew did a great job of this against Atlanta last week. Alexandria Matan kept popping up in those awkward positions for Atlanta to defend. As a number 10, who would sometimes become a winger, who would pop out away from the forwards between the center backs and the fullbacks, really making it difficult to find him. Columbus did a great job with that. Can Atlanta do elements of that? Can Tiago Almada do that? Can Luis Adarujo do that as well, even from the wing? Can he kind of come in and be a, a second 10? Can he be a second forward at times? Can he be a true wide winger at times? That's going to be interesting. And I think we're going to see maybe a little bit of all of the above. Atlanta United moving bodies around, exploiting and creating pockets of space. If they do that well, I think they get the win in this game. So many elements that will come into that. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to call it for you. We will be on 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey app, the Atlanta United app, all starting at 7 o'clock for Five Stripes Countdown, kickoff 739. You can listen to us on Apple TV under MLS Season Pass and the audio options. Check it out there. Uh, Full-time report will follow for an hour afterwards, and we'll break it all down. Then Atlanta Soccer tonight on Monday night, then stoppage time next Wednesday, and then we are back with another March to Match Day next Friday as Atlanta United heads to the Big Apple. Not to face the Red Bulls. They're in Jersey. To face New York City at Yankee Stadium. We'll get you set for that one next week. Thanks for hanging out with me. See you next time. Adios, everybody. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.